How can you use that and utilize it in order to help others? And that's how we can spread peace in the world today. And that's that's sort of this idea of resilience, you know. Maybe it's a peace bus today. Maybe it's a peace plane tomorrow. Hi, this is Shannon. And Kristen, or better known as the Vogel Twins! Yay! Today's guest is Kwari Amoa Forsen. He is a humanitarian from Tacoma, Washington. Through various humanitarian campaigns, he has helped others in need in his community, and he also works to educate others on what peace really means and creates a dialogue for that subject through the Peace Bus. Woohoo! Oh, we are so excited to have you on, Kwabi. <laughs> like, oh my God. I already was gushing off mic how, like, I have been following your journey for over a year. So I'm so excited to share that with our audience today yeah Kristen, thank you so much I for allowing it. me to be here i've been following you guys as well this vogel twins podcast is something yeah. really awesome and i am very very glad and fortunate to just be a part of it right now so thank you oh yes oh. Oh, i'm glad it's mutual yeah <laughs> so can you walk us through the day that you bought your iconic 1988 powder blue mitsubishi van and your first book donation and how it has evolved since then wow, wow. that's a huge question that's a huge question um the piece <laughs> mitsubishi 1988 van there was a guy yeah. named jason he lived on an island here in washington state this is where i'm from and uh, vashon island in our area is just known for a place to let's hang out and, and take it easy and i reached out to him because he had this weird looking van and i was like you know, I'm looking to create a peace vehicle. And Jason was like, why? And I was like, well, I, I want to promote peace. And he thought, well, th th I think that's a great idea. Um, and if you want to do it, I can, you know, I can sell it to you for about 3200 bucks. And so me and him met up and I went on to the island and he said, you know, here, here's the keys. And that was basically it. Now, when I bought it, it was just a silver vehicle, right? It wasn't blue. It didn't have a peace bus on the side of it. And so I got that painted on there, got the yeah. peace bus on the side. And at first I just started driving it around, right? Like promoting peace as, as I, I want to do more so, right? Yeah. Just promoting it. Yeah. But in the van, yeah. there's a space where there's supposed to be seats, but there's nothing, right? It's just, uh, it's just a wooden board. And I thought, well, what if I use this space in order to do humanitarian <laughs> aid? And that's when I started delivering goods and services to people in need, families in need. I've delivered cereal from cereal all the way to the Christmas presents to socks to backpacks. So I've done it all. And now, yes, I'm doing books. It actually just ended this last campaign, Manifest Humanity, when I was delivering books all over the country. And uh, yeah, since then, I've been back and I'm getting ready for the next campaign. Oh my you. God, you're so, I can't keep up. You're just so ambitious and have so much love to give. That is why I have been like <laughs> obsessed with following you for over a year. Yeah, <laughs> I just, we absolutely adore your message and like completely back it up. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I just think it's so honestly so cool. I'm actually curious. Do you remember that first book donation that you had for the Peace Bus or like the first donation you've ever done? First, oh, okay. Well, I do know the, the first donation I've ever done was a sock drive, a uh, sock drive. Raised about 500 bucks and went to Costco and got these really thick, nice socks that, you know, I thought people who were living on the street would need, right? I was a mental health counselor for about five years mm -hmm. yeah. and serving the community downtown Tacoma, where I'm mm -hmm. from. And a lot of the people there was looking at to see where their needs mm -hmm. were and socks were big. A lot of the people who I was serving were living mm -hmm. on the street, right? 
And so a testament to that, to that goodness of giving out something as simple as socks, right? About a year. So I did my sock drive a year later, a year later, I was at a homeless shelter, um, talking with one of my clients, trying to get him some resources. We were out on the smoke deck. That's where a lot of people just hang out. It's easy conversation there. And a gentleman walks out, a gentleman I, I, I didn't know at all. And he's just dirty, just head to toe, just dirt and grime all over him. I don't know. Maybe he had, had like a rough couple of days. He sits down. And his pants are too small for him, so his yeah, pants right. rise up, and he has the widest, cleanest socks. And they're so clean that I, I have to stop my conversation with this guy. And I turn to him, and I'm like, hey, man, you got some really nice socks. And he's like, yeah, a year ago, you, you came with that blue bus, and you gave them to me. And I'm like, oh, my God, I didn't even remember that. And he's like, yeah, they're the best socks I ever had. And to think of the, the testament to giving... Aww. And how important it is, just something as simple as socks. I mean, every day I put on some nice socks. I don't think anything of it. But this gentleman, these socks meant the world to him. He kept them clean. They kept them warm, right? And so anytime I'm conducting some sort of humanitarian effort, I keep the man with the socks in mind to know that something small can have a grand effect. Um, In regards to the books, in regards to the books, um, I'd say my first book donation was the Peace Book. The Peace Buck was given to me by the uh, Children's Museum out here in Tacoma. I told them that I wanted to start a book drive. And basically, I, I gave them a list of the books I was going to be receiving. And they get they bought me the Peace Buck by Todd Parr. It's a really good book. It's not my favorite book as far as the books I give out, but it's a really good one. Ooh, okay. Ooh. I love that. I know. The songs are like, I can't. My heart. <laughs> I know. I know. And as someone who has been like following your journey, spreading peace with the Peace Bus, you haven't been shy to give credit to three iconic figures that have inspired your Peace Bus journey, which is Brian Ha, Abby Nathan, Muhammad Ali. What about these specific activists do you admire and how has it shaped you and your peace campaign? I know. Hard-hitting questions. (laughs) (laughs) Can't even help it. Right to the point. You guys get right to the point. I like it. I like it. I like it. Um, Well, when I was in in grad school, right, Mm -hmm. I was in in grad school for business and I was, you know, going through the motions as we all do in order to, you Mm -hmm. know, promote success within our own lives. But I was still feeling unfulfilled. I was surrounded by folks who, you know, are solely considering how to, they can get, make more money, which is great. Money is a way in which we cultivate creativity, to be able to live our lives as we so, as we so please, right? But I, I wanted more. I wanted more. And so <laughs> I, love it. I reached out to an you. academic <laughs> advisor of mine. <laughs> yeah. I reached out to an academic advisor of mine named uh, Peter Bacho. Peter Bacho, a really great guy. And um, he advised me to think about who do I want to be, right? Not necessarily what do I want to be. Obviously, I could be a lot of different things. You know, he said I was a talented gentleman. I could be this. I could be that. But what are the principles in which you want to go about living your life? The values, right? Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, out of anything in this entire world, I love seeing people from different walks of lives, colors and creeds, races and religions coming together for a positive cause, And that's when I started researching people who are involved in the peace movement, not yesterday, but now. You know, we know of Martin Luther King, we know of Gandhi, these figures, but who's doing this right now? And that's how I came across Brian Hall was the first person I came across as far as someone who inspired me to do the work I'm doing now. He was an English, as you guys already know, he was an English peace campaigner, and he camped outside of Parliament Square in London, England for 11 years, 11 years, he camped outside of Parliament Square uh, promoting love 
peace, this equality based off our humanity. And I was like, this guy has it. He's got it. So he inspired me to actually go to my local park every Saturday. I'd have these posters. One said love, peace, and justice for all. The other one said war is not the answer. Say no to violence. And I would talk to people about what peace meant to them. People would come up to me and they'd be like, you know, what are you trying to sell? And I'm like, I'm, I'm not selling anything. I just want to with you. Yeah. yeah. Peace. And at first they were like, this is kind of strange. But eventually every Saturday they were like, oh, that, that's the peace guy. He's here just to talk about peace. And they'd bring their friends. They'd bring their family. And we'd have a good conversation. And so that was, Brian was really instrumental in just, just me starting that sort of work. And then I went to Europe with these posters, went different places in the world, talking to people about what peace meant to them. And when I came back home, I was researching more. I'm always researching all the time. I actually can't get enough of it. Always learning. And I came across this guy named A.B. Always learning, always learning. I came across this guy named A.B. Nathan, who was an Israeli uh, humanitarian. Now, this guy, this guy really influenced the, the direct direction I would take because he was promoting peace with a vehicle. He had something called the Peace One, which was an airplane that he that he had, and he flew from Tel Aviv all the way to Egypt to promote better relations between Arabs and Jews, two factions of people who have been at odds for quite some time now. And he wanted to make amends, right? He also had a peace ship. A lot of people don't know about this. He had a peace ship in the Mediterranean that. Sea, and he would. Uh, it was a radio station as well, and he would broadcast peace really good music and just have conversations with people about how they could come oh, together as, as, as human beings. So I was like, Oh my God, this, this guy is it. And that's when I decided I wanted to become a peace pilot. And so I started taking flight lessons out here in the Tacoma area. And I was telling my, all, my, all my instructors, I want to be a peace pilot. They thought I was crazy. Um, <laughs> but you know, when I was in grad school, yeah, when I was in grad school, you know, money was tight. So I couldn't continue with my lessons then. So then I was like, I do have a driver's license. I might have a pilot's license, but I do have a driver's license. And that's when the peace bus was born. And then the last figure that influenced me greatly was, yes, Muhammad Ali, the greatest. And I believe he influenced me in the realm of being unapologetically myself <clears throat> and also mm -hmm. understanding the importance of when you have a platform, I believe that anyone who has a platform or is in some sort of public state that they have an obligation to help others and uh, spread awareness of peace and love and how we can come together. I don't think enough people do it. And, the, and honestly, the work that you guys are doing is that. So I commend you guys for doing that work. Muhammad <laughs> Ali influenced me to do the work that I'm doing now. And yeah, definitely the greatest. I, and I listen to his, his um, videos every day. Every day they inspire. Yes. Oh yes. my good. Honestly, I that's like incredible you know yeah. like, i'll say this you inspire us and i've yes. said this uh, obviously off mic like you yep. are such an inspiration to us and i'll say this when mm -hmm. i was doing research for this podcast you yeah. know and then i knew that those three iconic figures like muhammad ali i'm very familiar with yes but when i was looking into like brian ha mm -hmm. and like mr nathan that you mentioned earlier i had no idea yes and i was like how did he find these people like this yeah. is incredible and yeah i think what's really interesting <laughs> is that like I felt like I was living under a rock, you know? Yeah. I was just like, how have I not heard about this message? These amazing like, people. But these amazing people doing such amazing things. And this is today. And like, this is today. And I love that you draw inspiration from, like, the current, present, what's happening right now. Like, what are people doing today into making yes. this sort of environment? So, like, mm. I love that the inspirations that you draw from are literally, like, these people. Like, 
this is amazing. And I just, you know what, your explanation, I just like knowing the peace bus myself, it is that. Like yes. what you've embodied are exactly those three figures that you are so iconic. You're iconic yourself, okay? Yeah. Like, you've just blended the coolest people into one amazing vehicle. And that's you. <laughs> that is you, the peace bus. And yeah. honestly, guys, like you guys have to check his out, all of his socials. He's like at the yeah. peace bus. and. Yeah. Honestly, the work that you're doing is absolutely incredible. And yeah. it's so cool to see that those figures inspired you because mm-hmm. I look at ourselves in general, and like what's inspired me. And it's just like, you know, like you said, having a platform and sharing those messages are so important because I don't think I mentioned this for you, but I stumbled upon your page. Like yeah. I was just like, I, I really love the van life. <laughs> and I was stumbling upon your van somehow. And I was like, wait a second, this isn't like, typical van life this is like a mission for life do you know yeah. what I mean? like this is something that's so much bigger than like the idealist van life this is a guy with a purpose who has and such a, a message and a passion and I'm so glad you use your platform for that as well so yeah. I'm grateful for you to introduce me to such an amazing world because I as myself I love researching too I, I, I love like, learning all the I time I love learning yeah. and like finding people like yourself <laughs> inspires me to go deeper you know yeah. I'm like wow what else is what else is out there what else can I look to help in any way I can because that's something that's really important to me as well so I think that's incredible like what you've been doing but I mean I I feel like I'm talking too much (laughs) I'm just too excited to talk to you (laughs) not at all no thank you so much that that really warms my heart it really warms my heart to know that you know the inspiration is something continuous you know I get inspired by someone I inspire Mm -hmm. you guys you inspire Mm -hmm. me I I love Mm -hmm. that thank you so much for giving back to me with that of course. Oh my God. I love spreading a, I love spreading peace like you. <laughs> Happiness, joy. Happiness, like, joy. Literally anytime you post a video of like you jamming out in the car, I'm like, yes. 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 I just absolutely, the energy that you bring puts a smile to my face. Like literally. And I think that in itself That's is awesome. just like a gift. Yeah. Yeah. Your energy is gravitating. So, I mean, anyone, when you guys are listening to this, I'm sure you're going to get a lot of new followers. You're like, who is this guy? He's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't know already. Yes. Yeah, like, so- when, I was, when I was singing and dancing in the in the car, that Love was it. really with my, um, my uh, what was it? Breakfast Fund. Breakfast Fund campaign, which was really <laughs> yes. awesome to indulge in. Yeah. Sort of uh, yes. during the beginning stages of COVID. I was going to have a premiere for my TV show pilot episode that I had coming out and I had to put that on hold because of COVID. But, you know, Mm -hmm. thinking about, you know, just because we have once we have a setback doesn't mean we can't still serve. So I was trying to figure out how do I connect the dots now that everything's being canceled. And I had this idea of delivering breakfast cereal to the kids of my of my community, Mm -hmm. because a lot of the kids in in the Tacoma area, they rely on the school Mm -hmm. system for breakfast and lunch. And so. When school got canceled, they were having these designated areas where people could come and pick up food for their families. But what about the kids who couldn't get there? You know, how are they supposed to get food? And I was like, well, I have a vehicle. I got a peace bus. It's time that I start spreading peace with my vehicle. And I started delivering breakfast cereal. I did that for about four months and every morning i would i would do a video of me dancing and singing to yes, some music yes i literally really love awesome that experience. you got us through that pandemic i'm not gonna lie you're happy energy yeah. like this guy honest i'm not gonna lie you got some moves <laughs> you're yeah. dancing in the car you're yeah. dancing in the peace <laughs> bus and i was like yeah. i was like 
jamming with you. Like it was just your, your positivity really radiates through everything that you do. So I I really appreciated it. Like it was, it was incredible. And also I want to shout out to the fact that something that I love about you. And I I feel like you can even hear us in his message. The fact that like, you know, even if like one thing doesn't work out, you always try to find a solution to continue moving forward. Like you couldn't be a pilot. I have a car, I have a license. Mm -hmm. Let's do something else. Oh, I can't do the show right now. What can I still, can I help with my community? Like, I love that you continuously find solutions. You never give yourself an excuse to like, stop, you know, doing what you're doing. You know what I mean? You're always like, I can, I can keep doing something. It might be a different path, but you're going to keep going. You know what I mean? Like, absolutely love that about you. Resilience. Resilience. (laughs) Ah, It's an amazing quality to have. I know. (laughs) Thank you so much. Yeah. It's so important. I feel that peace is the most important subject, the most important thing we can focus on. How are we going to come together as individuals? And then how can we share this message with our youth and ourselves? I I don't think that there's an endeavor of more importance. I really don't think so. Yeah, I agree. And you actually recently, you kind of mentioned it earlier, but you recently went from Washington State to Washington, D.C. on the Manifest Humanity Journey, where you were giving out books on peace, love, and understanding to children across the nation, stopping in major cities along the way. I understand the goal of this trip was to meet President Joe Biden, to have a discussion about what we can do to bring the nation together. And unfortunately, you weren't able to reach him yet. This time. This time. This time. Yet is the key word. Regardless, you met some incredible people people along the way, such as Filippo, another activist outside the White House who is protesting for peace as well. Can you share with us some of those standout interactions yeah. and moments you had during this journey? I can't imagine how awesome that yeah, was. It yeah, it sounded so, I was following it. Look, yeah, it was for awesome. Sure. Well, we gotta... <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah, no most definitely. Yeah, I, and let's let's talk about Filippo first since you bring him yes. up. Yes, yes, this gentleman awesome. was magnificent. Oh. So I show up at the White House, right? And, you know, I'm, I'm at the, the courtyard area that they have there, and I see this, this little vigil, this hut, if you will, with a bunch mm-hmm. of different posters having to do with love and kindness, uh, raising awareness of, 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 of things that are happening in the, in the world today. And I was like, this reminds me of Brian Haw. Like, it, it's almost the exact replica of what he was doing. And so as I approach the, the vigil, I, I, I see that there's this man inside the hut, and I was like, excuse me, sir. I was wondering if I could talk with you. And he comes out. He's kind of like looking like, who is this guy? And he sees this. He yeah. sees this first. And he says, brother. And he comes out of the hut and he says, I, I, I see that you're, you're an advocate for peace. I'd love to have a conversation with you. And just this right here, it connected us, this, this symbol of peace. And we started having a conversation I asked if we could film it. He said, certainly, if you are about spreading peace and love, we must, we must have a conversation of, about togetherness. Yeah. And I was able to meet him. He said yeah, he actually knew Brian. They were pen pals. They no. were pen pals. Yay. And just to, to know, it's, it's wild. It's That's wild, insane. yeah. And he said that he had inspired Brian to do the work that he was doing uh, when he was in London. And um, yeah, Filippo is the, is the guy. He's, he's the guy. Yeah, we actually exchanged numbers. And we've been talking back and forth since I've been back here in Tacoma, which is amazing. Um, yeah, and and for the trip itself, it it was really awesome. It was really awesome. And then, um, as far as the trip itself and highlights, um, well, I guess I get on a point that that was difficult. One part that was really difficult for the trip, and that was when the peace bus broke down. For so for folks who don't know, um, so I took my actual Mitsubishi 1980 van with me. 
But it's an old vehicle, so I had to trust. I couldn't trust it going all the way across the United States of America. So I had to put it on an auto transport. Then I also had a truck to trail it. And then when we would get to cities, I'd unhitch the peace bus and drive that around the city. When we got to Queens, New York, oh my gosh. When we got to Queens, New York, I unhitched the peace bus. And we're driving from Queens to Manhattan. The peace bus started overheating and smoking. And the, the temperature level was on red. At this particular point in time on the trip, the peace bus could have blown up and we all could have been goners. We really could have been. Um, I had to pull over on the side of the road. We're sweating because it's really hot in the cabin. And we're trying to figure out what we're going to do. I told the guys, we're just going to have to drive as fast as we can. When it gets too hot, pull over and, and just stop and let it cool. And eventually, gradually, it took a couple hours, but we made it back to the parking lot where we had uh, taken the truck and we were safe. That was the, probably the scariest part. Uh, but we got over it. We got over it and we continued with the work. Um, and then as far as like the biggest highlight among among giving my speech in, in New York, I give a speech at the uh, First Avenue Church there. Uh, actually, the day after 9-11, addressing uh, how we can work towards creating a more nonviolent world. That was a really great speech and a really good audience as well. So I was fortunate to be able to do that. Um, but probably the greatest takeaway was when we were traveling from, where were we coming from? from? From Louisville to Detroit, I got a call from a teacher in Toledo, Ohio. Uh, from this this school called uh, St. John's Jesuit School. It's a private school, all-boys school in Toledo, Ohio. And they had heard about this mission that I was traveling and giving out these books about love and peace to kids and youth. They said, we want you to come out. And I was like, I don't, I don't have the time. I wish I could come. Yeah. And she was like, we would really appreciate it. Just please look at your schedule. So when we get into the hotel in Detroit, I'm with my assistant and the documentarian. I'm like, okay, guys, we have a choice. We have a decision to make. We could get up extra early at 3.30 in the morning, <laughs> check out of the hotel and drive all the way to Toledo to meet with the school. Or we can just, you know, get up how we were going to get up around like 9.30 and just head on to the next stop. The guys were like, if you're willing to get up, we're going to get up. And so I was like, all right, let's do it. So we got up early, drove all the way to Toledo. When we pull up at the school, all the faculty members are outside greeting us, clapping. As the peace bus approaches, we park, we walk into the school, the entire school, all the boys there in the, in the, in the chapel, they had a large chapel there. It was enormous and beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. Had many discussions with the kids about nonviolence. What does it mean to be a friend? These sort of ideas and concepts we elaborated on. It was a wonderful time. Oh my god, I got chills. I know, me too. That is such a beautiful moment. And I'm not surprised so many people, like I mentioned, gravitate towards and your message. This. You know? Yeah. Like like I said, I stumbled upon your page and I was immediately drawn. You yeah. know, like I was like, this is incredible. And the fact that you woke up at 3 30, you deserve all the praise. <laughs> I don't know. That is early. You have a good team. <laughs> you have a great team. They were team. like, let's do this. Oh mm -hmm. my God. Like, yeah. that's, you know, I, I do want to know though, because I know that's like an amazing high for you. But you mentioned earlier that low point of when like your bus kind of broke down and what a dangerous like moment was that yeah. was for you. When, like, you know, how do you stay strong and positive during your mission when things don't go according to plan? Yeah. I'm curious how you stay so resilient because it's just your positivity Perfect. is so incredible. Yeah. <laughs> it's a gift. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great, well, it's, it's, a, it's a great question with a simple answer. 
Uh, mm. The answer is my mission's it's important, more important than myself. Mm. I'll put myself at risk. You know, my, my team, it was interesting because when that was happening, I was upset <laughs> thinking of the safety of my crew. But the, my documentarian, Patrick, he put his hand on my shoulder. He said, you know what, Quab? You don't have to get upset. He was like, everyone that's in this car knew the risk coming out here. And we, all, we are all willing to give our lives for this mission of peace. So don't worry about us. You know, don't worry about us. And then that was a, that was a, a sigh of relief for me, knowing that they had my back. And they were just as passionate about doing this work as myself. They would do yeah. it in their own way, of course. But, yeah. you know, that's how peace is, you know. Not everyone's supposed to drive a peace bus and travel around the world with this, you know, <laughs> uh, giving out books. But whatever, whatever skill that you have, whatever uh, potential that you have, how can you use that and utilize it in order to help others? And that's how we can spread yes. peace in the world today. And that's, that's sort of this idea of resilience, you know. Maybe it's a peace bus today. Maybe it's a peace plane tomorrow. Maybe it's just talking to my, my neighbor. Maybe it's yeah. bringing food to my mother when she's sick. These are all peace, yes. you know. Yes. Oh, my God. This is why we love you. <laughs> yeah. I love it. <laughs> I know. Like, literally, like, I just feel like, it's it's I think it's so important to like even just like have that constant reminder to yourself. It's like those little moments between people. It doesn't have to be this grand gesture, which any I appreciate you going across America and sharing peace. But I think it's important to like tell the kids and like, you know, from everyday life to be like, you know, be kind to your neighbor. Like, you know, there's like you never know what's going on in mm -hmm. someone's life. And I think it's like so important to remind yourself that constantly of like, you know, not everyone's going to be happy, but you know, but you can change like your own like attitude on it. You know, like you can choose to be kind to someone, you know, like that's like, you know, how to make those little moments happen. Yeah. And I think it's important, too, that like for myself anyway, when I kind of get overwhelmed because the world is in such a sometimes a chaotic state, you know, and yeah. you want to do something to like improve it, like you yeah. said, like with your peace mission. The biggest thing that the takeaway for me is like, what can I do in the little in my own little world? It's like my community, my family. Yeah, my when friends, I start to feel like, overwhelmed by like yeah. everything going on, I'm like, okay, like take a step back. What can I do in this moment right now? You yes. know, like sometimes, like you know, I just like I want to help everyone. <laughs> yeah, but it's you know? but you're right. It's to have the conversations with your neighbor, to help your like your mother, to help whoever you can in little ways, and that is the chain reaction of life. Yes. It's like those kind moments. Um, spark something in someone's mind being like kind of paying it forward in a way you yeah. know it's like your mission has inspired so many different I'm people sure. and have yeah. touched and like, I mean look at that school like yes. they were so passionate about it and clearly like those kids will never forget what you did yes. like I think that's amazing I, I, I just love what you do in your mission but we say that like hundreds of times yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it tremendously yeah and even when I was in Chicago, I went to an all-girls school there, uh, oh, no Mo Mother Mother Coley School. It was, it was oh, magnificent. And they wouldn't allow us to uh, do any filming or recording, which was fine. You know, I still was going to go there and give out books. But we had yeah. three assemblies, large assemblies there, talking to the students about what their concept of peace was. And then we had to leave. We were really busy on the schedule, so we left immediately. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm on the road heading heading to the next stop, Louisville, Kentucky. And one of the teachers emails me and he's like, hey, I know you had to leave in a rush, but all the students that you met with, they wrote a list of ideas of how they can go about being kind, showing peace to their friends and family. And we, we have it here for you, for you to read. Okay. Okay. So this is, this is a, a few of the responses from the girls there at the school. Amazing insight. So this girl says, inclusion. 
I believe it is so important to include everyone else and appreciate the things that everyone, no matter how different they are from us, has to offer to this world. When we learn to have gratitude for others as well as ourselves, the world will become more peaceful. This is it's it's amazing. How old are these it's amazing. Girls? <laughs> another one. Oh my god. These are high school girls, high school. Mm-hmm. Wow. An That's important characteristic of peace is recognizing who everyone else is and understanding that it is okay for differences to be expressed and vocalized. Peace is a mutual agreement between each other to accept any opposing opinions and live on as our uh, uh, live within ourselves. So basically, she's saying that we can come together, you know, even if we're different. Yes. Um, and here's one last one I'll read to you guys. This one's, this one's great. Oh, I love oh, it. Um, and this is sort of, I, I've been interested in learning new languages as well. This one says, I think it is very important, uh, part, a very important part of peace is understanding other people. For example, learning another language outside of your own opens you up to cultures mm-hmm. and ideas outside of your own norm and mm-hmm. allows you to empathize with another group of people way better than if you would have simply just knew about them from the surface. Through language, humans can connect and understand each other so much better and it facilitates peace so much better. Oh, 100%. Incredible. I feel like I need all of those framed. I know, I need them on like a wall. I need them as like my motivational yeah. Monday posters. Like that is, those are so eloquently said for high school women. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I got to give the young generation more credit, but it's just amazing to, to see, see that. Like the acknowledgement. The acknowledgement yes. of seeing like, these are the actions to take for peace and stuff like that. And actually, fun fact, I always joking say, I always jokingly say that if I ever had a superpower, I'd want to have like all languages like know that. Cause I that's what I believe in. I'm like, if I could understand like every single person, I think that would be an amazing gift. Yes. So when she said that last one, I was like, Yes, I know I'd chill with that girl. <laughs> My superpower would be languages or yeah. teleportation. <laughs> Yeah, it's one of the two. One of the two, because it's true. Oh, yeah, both. right? I know. I mean, if I could have both, if I want to be greedy, yeah, I'll do both. <laughs> do both. But we're picking one. Well, okay, if what's I your get... pick one? Yeah. <laughs> if okay, I can pick one. you can get languages. languages. I'll do teleportation. Quabby, now you have to say, what's your superpower? What yeah, would be you your superpower? One. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm working on it right now, and that is to fly. I'm currently in flight school right now. Yes. I'm hoping to have a peace plane in the near future. Oh uh, I can't wait to I see know. that. I'm, We're going to manifest that one for you. <laughs> yes, that sounds amazing. I love that. Uh, that's so cool. And I know, obviously, we've been talking, obviously, a lot about, like, the books that you've shared to children. And I know that's, like, you know, in hopes to plant seeds of peace across our country so that when our children grow up, they may have a heart to help others and a passion to just live as one. And I know you kind of talked about that one book earlier, but out of all the books that you've shared on the Peace Bus, which one would you recommend to us to read? Kind of curious. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. That, that is a magnificent question. It's very, mm-hmm. very important. I gave away, um, on my peace reading list were 40 books. It was comprised of 40 books, all mm-hmm. ranging from, you know, kids' age, teens, young adults. And out of all the books, the book that really inspires me the greatest is called Peace is an Offering. It's by the author Annette Labox. It's for maybe, you know, kids around the age of eight seven, eight, or nine. Mm-hmm. And the reason why it's so important, mind you, the illustrations are magnificent. Of course. But yes. beyond yeah. that, it, it doesn't just talk about peace in the in the essence of inner peace. It shows what it means to show it, right? And what it can look like in our world, in our, in our future. And it does it in a way where kids can digest it and adults can digest it just the same. 
It's a yeah. very magnificent book. I wish I had it. I give them all away. I wish I had it on me. <laughs> Anyone who's listening to this podcast, you guys yourselves, yeah. please check check out this book. It inspires yeah. me every time I read it. It's it's beautiful. Uh, I'm going that? to Barnes and Noble after this. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna get that I'm gonna find book. this book and I'm gonna read it. That just sounds like definitely up my alley. Especially yeah. the fact that you said there's pictures in it. <laughs> I love illustrations. I love illustrations. Yeah. That sounds yeah. so nice. Me too. You know, it, it love love. Uh, it says you know, peace is an offering. You know that just the the title itself. You know, it's something that you don't just keep for yourself. You offer mm-hmm. it to others when you feel it within yourself. I feel that if one has peace that they would find the need in order to share it and spread it if they truly have it. Yeah. I agree. Uh, and I love that these books are being made today about these sort of topics. Because like, yeah. I feel like when we grew up, I mean, I think we, what do we read? Guess how much I love you. The Giving Tree. I like, read Rainbow Fish. Rainbow <laughs> Fish. You know, like, you know, and then what's the Caterpillar one? Like, you know, like, those are the books that I read as kids. Yeah, but like, I love that these yeah, yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah, that's our generation. We had the same childhood, <laughs> literally. And I just love, though, now that I feel like I see more books about, like, what's going on today and, like, kind of, you know, helping children process these things at, like, a younger age. So I yeah. think this is, like, so great to, like, have these sort of books happen for kids. Like, I know yeah. I'm definitely going to be more, like, granted, I will definitely be sharing Guess How Much I Love You with my kids because that was, like, my favorite book as a child. But this but book I'm I will 1,000% be sharing these sort of, like, messages and stories to my children. And like Kwabi said, uh, to our audience guys like all of these books this list is on his website thepeacebus.org he has a whole list of like books like he mentioned in different ages but I kind of I agree with you Kwabi in the Mm -hmm. sense that I don't care what the age is the message is the same like even if it's for toddlers there's still this beautiful message for it you know like I think that everyone should totally check out that list I did already check it out before you mentioned it I was like (laughs) looking at things I wonder what he's gonna pick for Kristen and I I was like, which one is it going to be? I was like, out of 40. And I was like, I'm curious which is his favorite. So that's why we put you on the spot today and ask. <laughs> I was like, which one should I read first? Well, yeah. I'm glad you guys did. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. And so, honestly, like, I mean, we've said it so many times throughout this whole episode. Yeah. We really just love your mission and want to help in any way we can. How can our community help yours? Yeah. Yeah, that's a great question. Um <clears throat> The number one thing you can do, if you have any questions or if you, maybe you just want to talk about peace and what it means to you, please mm-hmm. inbox me on Instagram. I love talking about peace. Obviously, you know, I'm here. We're talking about it right now. It, like I explained before, I believe it's the most important subject. You know, just as space is the last endeavor for exploration, peace is the mm-hmm. final frontier for society. That is to say that there's no other endeavor more important. And so when we have this discussion about what it means, we are cultivating a culture of peace and togetherness. And so please reach out to me. Um, along with that, in regards to donations, you can become a patron for the Peace Bus. That link is in my bio and Instagram. And yeah, if every month these funds go towards the next campaign. I have a huge campaign that's going to be starting. I'm going to start organizing in January. And hopefully we'll go into uh, fruition in this next summer. And so awesome. any of the uh, donations go towards that. That's uh-huh. amazing. And I want to let you know, Kwabi, we will be having all of your information on our website as well. So yeah. anyone who wants to donate or be a patron, please check also out. Besides, also you got to give him a follow. That's yes. a given. Okay. Yeah. Like, I just want to put that out there. But on top of that, definitely check the link in our bio because we're going to have all these links shared as well. So yeah, it'll be all of Kwabi's information where you yeah. can donate and everything. So we'll make sure that the week that this episode airs, you will find everything you need to. <laughs> yes. Because we want to share pieces. We well, want to be a little part of this journey. 
Yeah, of course, oh God, of course. We, we are happy <laughs> to donate, read, share peace along. I just want to be a little bit a part of your journey. Yes. Honestly, we are so grateful that you came on today to share your story, to give us the origin of the Peace Fuss. Like, yes. I, even though it had a little rough patch in New York, I apologize for, uh, from, us, from New- us. Yeah, fellow New Yorkers <laughs> over here. I, I don't want to say it was New York, but we're a rough city. <laughs> Yeah, it's a tough city. <laughs> it's, it's a tough city, but your peace bus got through it. Yes. Honestly, you're still, as we mentioned earlier, you are resilient with your message and you just keep going on and on. Yeah. And we are so proud of you and just mm. are so excited to continue following your journey. And yeah. honestly, guys, like I mentioned, all of this information will be on our website, thevogeltwinspodcast.com. So please check out all of this information. We would be so grateful if you mm. could donate whatever you can, your time, share the information about peace, anything you can do. Like we got to support the peace bus as much as we yes. can. Yes. <laughs> and Kristen, it has been a pleasure Thank you so much for allowing me to be here. This has been phenomenal. I love talking about peace, but I especially love talking about peace with you guys. Thank you so, so much. Ah, thank you. It was our, honestly, it was our privilege. <laughs> thank you no, so we're much. so happy. We're so, so happy. All right, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. Yes. All right. Bye. Bye.